Hey, you're listening to Dungeon for Two, where we talk dungeon design, or at least that's where it starts. I'm your host, Dalton, the Dungeon Doctor, but you can call me DMMD for short. Joining us this week is our very special guest, Sachin. Hi again. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? Welcome back. That's been a long time in the making. I don't know how long our episodes are going to be, but... Just one week, but it definitely feels like longer for me as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a long week for me personally. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I want to get into it. I kind of did uh, when we were talking, but let's just say I'm taking some classes online, and uh. Uh, <laughs> they got a little harder. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> so that'll... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they yeah, always that save, sucks, right? <laughs> they always save the worst for the end of the semester, in my experience. Oh, yeah, it felt like, um, I mean, because it's online, they go a little faster, but this is where it really felt like a month's worth of content just, like, crammed into a week. I was like, oh, jeez, <laughs> because, yeah. like, for some classes, you know, they go over a concept, but then they kind of, like, do it again, so then it, like, clicks in with you for, like, the second time. But like yeah. we went over something, I didn't get it. Then we went to a new topic, and I was like, I don't get this either. <laughs> so it was it was pretty. Uh, I had to really be on my A game for that. So that's partly why um, this got delayed, at least you know in our time. But yeah, it's all over now. Well, I don't want to say it's all over, but it's temporarily over. So temporarily <laughs> resolved. That's good. Glad to hear it. Well. Glad to have you back, and for anyone out there listening or watching, this is going to be the first episode, at least chronologically, in which we <laughs> feature a new dungeon drawing program called Dungeon Scrawl. And Dungeon Scrawl is so graciously produced by Portable Train over on itch.io, so go give him a look. He makes some awesome Dungeons & Dragons and other gaming-related content, so be sure to give him a look. Look at all the stuff that he's posted. He's an awesome developer, and I am... So grateful to have his product to use, or rather, software to use in designing our dungeons from now on, or at least their maps. Uh, the actual notes of the dungeons will be done on a simple Google Doc, but in any case, glad to have a slightly nicer looking dungeon drawing program to use. So, with that out of the way, I believe we were about to detail the rest of these rooms in the dungeon, in the second floor. So. Yes, we were. Um, <laughs> and admittedly, right now, I'm kind of at a blank. No. So I might need some, uh, it's you know, like fun. an alley -oop. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll hit you with the assist. So <laughs> this second story so far, so let me, let me set the tone. So you swim up from the first story from below being chased by a giant octopus. You arrive at the second story of this temple. You see, you know, the dome above you, this third balcony out of reach and four doors on all sides detailed that the north door contains just some quarters of the old wind priests i want to have it almost like as you ascend the temple it gets more it, it, it's more uh reminiscent of the wind or mm -hmm. sky god worship sort of deal that was happening because mm -hmm. obviously only they could get up to the upper levels when it you when the fans were running with wind and everything yeah versus yeah. now when it's when it's watery obviously the higher you get the closer you get to the to the actual lake bed and so there's also going to be more water-based horrors lurking there but 
I think it would be interesting to have the architecture change to be, not change, but reflect the fact that as you go up, it actually gets more sort of holy or more, it's more religiously significant for them. Yeah. So I agree. Maybe the second story is sort of all where they used to live. So we have. Yeah, I was thinking like, yeah, living quarters. Mm -hmm. Um, I know the first floor was like sorta. It was like an entrance slash kind of storage. Yeah, yeah, Um, I would say so. So, hmm. So there. So they have the rooms there. Mm -hmm. Uh, What else would a church or temple or whatever well have. they would have i would assume they'd have some kind of dining hall which could be a cool yeah, like maybe a, combat mm-hmm. opportunity so oh yeah yeah so let's do the do you want to do left right or down for that um your pick let's do mm, let's do right right okay yes yeah, you're right so i'll just mock up a little uh hallway and then a big old big old dining area here so we'll say it's maybe um that would be 14 by 24 and then maybe domed at the top um so this dining area like i said i think it's it might be cool to have the opportunity to maybe do some combat in here potentially (laughs) Uh, what do you think would, would live slash now lives? Maybe maybe not one of the temple things, but maybe one of the invaders from the yeah invaders. yeah that was very southern of me, invaders <laughs> from the lake that has come in. Uh, what do you think might be in here that our that our dear players could encounter? I want to save mermaids for an end game, and we already did the octopus. Um, and I knew we were saying that, like, with each level, uh, the creatures get a little bit more aggressive. I think so. So, uh, what other, like, aquatic, uh, based creatures, <laughs> or semi-aquatic based creatures, at least? Yeah. Uh, um, are there other than, like, mermaids and There's octopus? a lot. So, the more dangerous ones in the water tend to be focused on, I got well, there's water elementals which are a certain kind of a certain type of water creature it's things that are just it's like living water basically that can attack you which is a cool idea so maybe like they find a sacred like a i was thinking to maybe save that for the third floor and say like this used to be some kind of altar to uh like the 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 main sort of holy place where the people mm-hmm. go and, and pray to this wind god and it's been taken over by maybe a water weird or some other kind of element. Yeah, yeah. But we're disregarding that sort of a lower threat water encounter or water monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mind goes to maybe one of the water dwelling races. Uh, not okay. the mermaids, but there's also there's like these fish people called Kuatoa that are really interesting. Okay. They're, yeah, let's go for they're it. Like these, <laughs> they're like these short little fish people, and they are completely insane. Because okay, yeah. yeah, they they basically whatever they see that is that makes them feel like awe inspired, they think is a god. Like they just think everything is a god, and they they are willing nice. to worship pretty much anything, which I think would be oh, perfect, perfect for here. So they see these yeah. old statues and stuff, and they're like, it's a god. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> they're they're actually pretty low level enemies, so they would be perfect for a a sort of for a fight encounter. Yeah, yeah. So how would they um just adding on to that? How would they like sort of so they see you? Oh, it's a god. So do they immediately start no, attacking so you? Like what they, do they do? <laughs> they know the difference between uh, what they perceive as a they when they see something that is like uh, left behind by some other some other race or some other time that is the sort of thing that they'll kind of latch onto. if they oh, okay. see adventurers like come into their domain and try to you know start messing up what they already have have decided is their god then they get angry and they they attack pretty ruthlessly okay all right so, per- are they do they attack in swarms or is it usually just like uh, one or two at a time they're pretty they're pretty weak individually but yeah they're more swarmy where they'll they'll kind of try to overwhelm you with numbers Okay, perfect. Yeah, that so, could definitely work. I think that could be cool to have like this room have been taken over by some Kuotoa and maybe they're having like a banquet, you know? Yeah, <laughs> sacrifice for the gods. It'd yeah. be kind of cool if there were like um, like skeletons, maybe of like um, Ooh, past okay. travelers or adventurers. Yeah, too, yeah. And yeah, they maybe just like, the... stir it up in the platter. That'd yeah, cool. yeah. The, the table is full of is full of the remains of previous <laughs> temple to, <laughs> temple goers. <laughs> that, yeah. Unlucky that'd enough to kinda, find their way here. Yeah, that'd be kind of a uh, creepy, but I think that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll add a little detail then that because I'm thinking, you know, how did they get up here before we flooded this place? So I'm gonna add a little pool of rope right here. That sort of indicates oh, nice. indicates that they they used it as a ladder and they sort of retract mm-hmm. it when they're not using it. So, so you get up here, you go through these. You walk through the eastern doors and you see this big banquet hall and to your horrified surprise it is quite occupied with <laughs> these small very angry fish men and they see you and immediately start screaming in some unintelligible language they have their own language that pretty much nothing else can speak so they nice. they, start, they start yelling at you in their gibberish like nonsense language and although you try your best to indicate that you mean them no harm they do not trust you and immediately take you to be intruders and launch the assault does that sound sound like about what you're going for yeah yeah um yeah that's that's cool all right uh let's have maybe one no that's fine we can have this area be dry Maybe the f- the fan room wherever it is will be flooded, but I think this this room. Ooh, maybe these Ku- Kuotoa have a key to get into the room that has the fan on this floor. How do you oh, like that? Oh yeah, yeah, of the the storage room earlier, right? Yes. Yeah, that would that would totally work. Yeah, so they have a key that works that chest downstairs, and then they can have that same key work to get to the fan here, like okay. wherever it yeah. is on this floor to make oh, it yeah. so that they're kind of a they're more or less necessary to progress you have to engage with these uh little bastards <laughs> i didn't even think the about the idea of um backtracking in this i was mm-hmm. like oh yeah you, you can do that everyone um, loves backtracking <laughs> yeah I, I do that and get yeah i just oh my god it's, it's a, it surprises me with like the most obvious thing ever you can backtrack in game <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, backtracking is, is in fact, quite a controversial subject a lot of the time, in my experience, at least. Oh, mm-hmm. But I, I, think it's, I think it's cool if it's for a purpose. Like, you find something there, and you can't access it yet, and you're like, oh, shit. 
and then mm -hmm. you know you're like looking actively for something that can give you access to that like a key or some kind of new ability or something in a game obviously not D, &D. Mm -hmm. but <laughs> i mean the key yes but the the metroidvania style new ability probably not um but i think backtracking is definitely it, it can be rewarding because it gives you a purpose it gives you a reason to look at yeah. the rest of this area you know because and you might wander it, in here and just be like eh i'm gonna leave but <laughs> if you see a locked door and you you then you gotta look for the key you know it's just human nature yeah um in fact speaking on uh backtracking being controversial um yeah. Uh, I don't know if you played this, but um, what was it? Uh, Legend of Zelda: Phantom Hourglass. Oh yes, <laughs> the main dungeon is just that is backtracking. Is and it really? I, I personally, yeah, it's like I only played go... the first couple hours, so I, oh, I'm no yeah, expert oh, on it. Enlightened okay, me. yeah. So you know the um, like the main, the first temple you go to. Yeah. You go back to that. Like, oh really? Yeah, you go okay. back to that temple. So you go off to an island, you do stuff there, then you go back to the temple. You go off to an island, you do stuff there, then you go back to the temple. And you progress further and further and further and further in the temple, like throughout the whole game. And people hate that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I was like, this is really cool. Like, you kind of progress a little bit because, like, um, the way the temple is designed is you can't like go further unless you have like specific abilities or items i should say items because it's zelda um yeah so it's cool that way where and um with the phantom at the like the phantom hourglass you have like a specific amount of time you can even spend in the dungeon so it's like super oh, tense it's, because it's on the, it's on that sort of time system majority mm -hmm. masks esque yeah yeah <clears throat> um and well it's like I don't want to like spoil too much, but no, there's good. certain areas, <laughs> there's certain areas in the dungeon where like that sort of hourglass like ticks down yeah. and then there's yeah. safe areas. So okay. like without spoiling too much in the game, that's how that works. And <laughs> people do not like that. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could definitely see that being, being very controversial. I... <laughs> uh, along with the fact that it's uh, you control link with the DS stylus. There's a lot of things in that game people don't like, <laughs> yeah, but that's that one was, of them. That game was certainly, I, I think, I, I don't want to say overly bashed because it isn't. It is. I don't think it's the best Zelda they've ever put out by <laughs> yeah. any means. But I think it definitely gets more flack than it deserves. I think it's a decent. I, I agree with. You. I think it's a yeah. decent enough game in its own right. Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily a good Zelda game based held to the standard of other zelda games but mm -hmm. i think standing independently it definitely is still a pretty strong game yeah like i forget um it's it's basically like the follow-up to wind waker yeah. so you go from like wind waker which people like absolutely love to like a ds game on you're like, Bruh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, yeah it was, it, it's kind of jarring for a lot of people which i understand but like oh yeah it doesn't hit the same at all <laughs> yeah um uh, i i played it before wind waker so like when i played i was like oh this is cool uh i mean it's weird to control but mm -hmm. um the one thing about that game that i think like is like really good though is like how you can draw on the map and like take notes and stuff mm. i'm like oh man they should like have that in all games this yeah, is so right? useful Isn't yeah. it sick uh that, yeah. that's, a, that's a really really cool feature that they had in in that i i definitely think that interactive maps and like 
I guess, what do you, what do you want to call it? Interactive elements in general, in, in maps, especially in games, I think is so mm-hmm. cool. Being able to sort of set your own waypoints and yeah, yeah. choose what you want to focus on. I think that yeah. really, really makes the experience feel like yours, you know, not just something that anyone could, that everyone is going to experience in the game. It makes it feel mm-hmm. like it's something that you personally, you know, are going to experience, which is so cool. Yeah, Breath of the Wild had like something similar to that with the with the waypoints where you can like kind of mark mm-hmm. them in the map. Yep. But I I don't think it's like quite the same for me at least with just like actually drawing on the map, giving yourself a little notes like, hey, make sure you do this next time. Especially like when you go back to the temple too, <laughs> you can like leave notes on the map. And it's like, oh, do it in this order so you save like time in your hourglass. You can yeah. do other stuff. So it's, uh, it's, it's, so cool. it's cool stuff. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we'll yeah. see if they uh, decide to further implement that in other games. But <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little it's underrated. Well. In my opinion, <laughs> I think so too. I, I agree on that point. I think more people need to need to play those DS ones. Yeah, at least give it another shot. Yeah. Um, I know people liked um, Spirit Tracks a lot more. Um, Spirit as a... Tracks, I think, is just a lot more of a. I I don't know. It's it it strikes me as more. They they went all in on Spirit Tracks versus Phantom Hourglass. They kind of, I, th- I thought, almost backed off too much from what they were going for. Because, like, S- Spirit Tracks is unapologetically, in my opinion, very much its own game. And mm. other, like, Phantom Hourglass tried to be, you know, half Spirit Tracks because it's a DS. It's not going to, you're not going to be able to fit Wind Waker onto a DS. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's not powerful enough. But... I think they tried to fit something more akin to like a traditional quote unquote Zelda uh, in Spirit Track or in sorry Phantom Hourglass versus Spirit Tracks is definitely like they they just made something tailored to the DS, which I think was mm. so smart. And yeah, um, yeah, I'd agree. There's a lot of um, elements from Phantom Hourglass I think are like a lot better polished um, in Spirit Tracks. I think it really. Um, like it's not as knowing and tedious. That's that's one thing people really like about Spinner Tracks. Yeah, I mean, um, that, that's gonna be something that everyone likes about your game if it's not annoying and tedious. Um, and then it keeps like the best aspects of the um, the DS, um, you know, of using the DS with um, Phantom Hourglass and carries it over and like further progresses all of it. Um, and I think like the relationship between Link and Zelda is a lot more stronger here. So. Yeah, it's it's uh it's really good. I thought it was a, it was a really nice uh kind of a ending to Adam, you know that whole trilogy. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think I think so too. Yeah, I, think I so. love how like in trilogies, the middle ones like either the best or like the most controversial game ever. <laughs> like this is across every medium ever. So oh just yeah. Game. Oh yeah. The the the. If in a trilogy, it's always the second one that is the most unique, usually. Which oh, yeah. is how it ends up being, you know. Um, mm-hmm. it, we could talk for hours about that, but that is that <laughs> is definitely definitely something that shows up in, in games a lot. Because um, trilogies and stuff, you have expectations. The first one, you don't have any expectations, so it's what it is. The second one is probably where expectations are the highest for something that is new 
and different mm-hmm. than the first one. And then the third one is when people realize that they like the first one because it is what it is, and it usually just goes back to being, you know, like the first one, so. <laughs> yeah. At least in my Or experience. sometimes, like, the third one is like, oh, that's why they did that stupid stuff in the second one. It all makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's people that go that way. I go that way, too. I'm not going to say I'm above that. <laughs> I do that, too. I'm like, oh, I get it. That's why they did all the dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> it all it all meant something at the end. Me when I play like, Dark Souls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I I love um, just, like, looking at that kind of a trend mm-hmm. um, and seeing how it goes. Because, like, apparently, um, I never knew this because I'm a late... Uh, I jumped onto Star Wars late, but apparently people didn't really like um, Empire Strikes Back as much um, as A New Hope. And then, like, everyone now is like, yeah, it's the best Star Wars film. I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a change, guys. Just straight up, like, this is it. This is the best one. This is as good as best it gets. One. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And then, like, even looking back at, like, Empire Strikes like, I get it. It is different. Um, like, uh, a New Hope was a lot more. Lucas likes to do sort of like a documentary style directing, while the second one, um, where Lucas, you know, Lucas does like, you know, I guess wider shots accompanying like multiple characters in one. And then Empire Strikes Back, it's like close ups with um, uh, Han Solo and Leia, and it's like just giant epic romance story, and it's like, it's awesome. And you're like, but it's way different from uh, A New Hope, so it's cool. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's one of the more. I, I, it's definitely the best. I think standalone of the films. I actually really really enjoy. This is gonna get me so much flack, but oh, God, <laughs> God damn it, I really enjoy Episode Three. <laughs> Oh, how, I don't think you should get any flack for that. I love that. That's my favorite Star Wars film. <laughs> okay, before we do, before we go on this tangent, let's fill out the rest of this floor real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> this uh, I put the fan room for this floor on the in the south mm-hmm. wall. So we'll say this door is uh, so that when you're in this second story, you look to the south, you see a locked door. Uh, if you either pick it with some incredibly good luck picking, like rolling a 25 or you get the key from the priest of the kuatoa who's in that banquet hall you can open this door inside is pretty much an identical room to the one on the first floor except this one has no octopus in it and the fan is on the far side um and i'm gonna say i want to say like as you i wanted to maybe introduce some uh error sort of enemies here some more temple guardians so to speak oh yeah Mm -hmm. And I was thinking there's these little creatures called mephits that are like, okay. they're, you know, imps, like, uh, yeah, little, yeah. like mischievous the flying devil things. So they're like elemental imps, basically. They're like these mm-hmm. little flying creatures with like these big hooked, you know, uh, like these, these big sort of claw slash noses. And they're all themed after mixes of elements. So there's one that's like all the mephits are half one element, half the other. So there'll be a smoke mephit is like half air, half or half fire, half water. Uh, mud is like half water, half earth. So since this temple is air and has been polluted by water, I want to do the half air, half water, which is an ice mephit. Oh, yeah. It'd be like a cool, like, maybe 
they were always there. Like when they when yeah. the temple yeah. first so got abandoned. Like, I was thinking, you know, you when you start in the room and you start with the creatures, it's just air methods. Like they're they're not they haven't been touched by the water yet. <laughs> but as soon as they get splashed by any water, they turn into ice. Cause it like oh, yeah you know wouldn't that be yeah, do you think cool. that's cool all right yeah no that's awesome it'd be like actually just evolution like on the spot <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like that so we'll see would they like um are they like inherently like they inherently adapt to their environment based on like um what I don't, they touch the lore of methods is pretty is pretty loose so it's not it's not well established but i think okay, it would be okay. i think it would be cool <laughs> Yeah, no, it'd be cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's D and D in a nutshell. It's like the rule of cool, but the whole game, <laughs> as long as you're the DM. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll say this: these error methods, um, sort of invisibly, they assault you, and if you, you know, you can try to fight them off, but they're obviously invisible, hard to hit. And if yeah. you pull the lever and start flooding the room, they get splashed with water and turn into ice. So you can nice. see them. Oh, uh, nice. Okay. That yeah. sound, all right. So we'll I'll, I'll detail that in a sec, but let's real quick. Uh, what do you want this last room on this floor to be? Ooh, so we have a dining room, we have living quarters. Mm -hmm. What are we missing? <laughs> what else do you need in a temple? You can eat, you can <laughs> pray, and you can sleep. That's pretty much it. Um... <laughs> Uh, upper four, I were, we're saving it for the praying stuff. Or oh, true. Dedicated, yeah. Yeah, true. Um, hmm. uh, I guess we can, like, I don't know. Maybe it's too repetitive. No, what are you thinking? I was thinking, like, um, maybe we can, like, have, um, oh, where are they? like, refugee houses or sleeping quarters there and it's like just bigger yeah. okay with like a lot of bedrooms but yeah 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 like some yeah. smaller just a bunch of smaller rooms for like when they would take in people into the temple yeah that are sick. Mm -hmm. I like yeah because i because i assume this is like um because they have like freaking maces yeah um there's there's something warring i mean something's like dangerous <laughs> yeah so and one of the priests like... had a dagger so we'll say uh, maybe this can be like a like a medical ward because they're a temple, you know. Oh yeah, for that's healing. even better. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's do like a little a little medical ward then. We'll yeah. do like some pretty. We'll make it kind of cramped and feel a little like sketchy, but <laughs> that's that plays into our into our hand well. So, how about we make it? I'll make it like a pretty tall but pretty narrow uh, hallway. All so right. We'll have. We'll have it only be like, you know, maybe six, seven feet wide. And then the rooms, there's like these little branching off rooms off to the sides of each of these. And oh, not, nice. Yeah. They're not too big, but they have, you know, they have the necessities. They just got beds and stuff. Do you want to have any combat in here? Do you want to have it like be just purely exploration? Or do you maybe want to have like, these rooms are too close together. Uh, do you maybe want to have like some restless spirits or something? I, I think it'd be cool. Like, um, like in one or two of the rooms, you have like a sort of combat. What are? What do you mean, like restless? Like, are they like ghosts? Like people that used to live there? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe like former patients who 
Oh, to, dude, that uh, would be cool. Yeah. Or, you know, s- still haunting the temple and angry that the new whoever is taken over on the third floor is uh, not respecting their their sacred ground, something like that. Yeah. No. Yeah. I would. I would like to. Can we have like a mix of them? Like yeah. Um, yeah, encounters absolutely. and like mm-hmm. restless spirits. Okay. Yeah. If we could do that, that'd be awesome. Yeah, maybe maybe like spirits that initially are pretty hostile, but you can talk to them and like convince them that you're that you meant oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's even like because you can be fighting ghosts, or you can like okay, that's awesome. Or yeah. you can make friends with the ghosts. You can make friends with the ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, cool. I always like when there's the ability uh, to, I guess, avoid combat <laughs> in yeah, a situation. No, yeah. I think it always it, it makes for a more um, a more compelling scenario when you don't feel like you're forced to just kill whatever is in front of you. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it, it's it's kind of a sorry for the octopus, right? <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. But like, that that's required a... progression. You know? This yeah, is more you you flavor. have to do that. <laughs> but here, you don't you don't have to kill yeah. them. If you don't want to. So. So any let's uh, let's actually design a few specific like NPC ghosts that live here that each have their own sort of personalities and names and stuff. I think that would be fun. Oh wow, yeah, that would be cool to bring my Iggy on this one. No, <laughs> I was no. Talking about, I was talking about bad characters earlier in the podcast, <laughs> and I'm like, oh god. <laughs> let's put you to I the can't test. Make a bad character. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, do you have anything immediately spring divide any any character you want to model an NPC after I should say any character in in certain media that you wanna that you wanna base this NPC or one of these NPC ghosts after I wasn't thinking like specific media but I do know we should have um like the doctor or uh, mm. whatever they call them there got it um the, the medical priest I guess um <laughs> yeah maybe they could like greet you. And they'll be like, I don't think they should be hostile. Maybe but they don't they even know they're stuff. dead or something. Like they're just taking care of their patients. Oh, like yeah. everything's normal. Like the sixth sense. <laughs> That'd be crazy. No, don't yeah. spoil the sixth sense, dude. Oh, oh see, no, it's, you it's fine. Know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you wouldn't know I spoiled it. <laughs> true, true, true. But I yeah, think that movie's um, plenty old. <laughs> I love. That. I used to love that movie. I still do love that movie. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe he can be, um, oh, what's his name? What's the actor's name that plays him? Uh, he also is in Unbreakable. Oh, it's Bruce Willis, right? Yeah, they can be Bruce Willis. <laughs> be Bruce Willis. Uh, we NPC priestly Bruce Willis greeting you as you walk in. I can't, yeah, do, I can't so- do a good Bruce Willis, unfortunately. I would if I could. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't blame you. That's all right. So let me uh, let me let's detail these these boys, huh? So say this is the medical ward. So maybe we can have him like so wrapped up on his work, and that's why he's not able mm. to like you know go to the afterlife. Yeah, <laughs> sort of oh, like this makes oh. sense, right? <laughs> oh, that'd be yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be so cool. You have to convince the the patients that they're dead to get them to move on and like prove it to them and then after that after that he can finally he can finally rest because his work is done Uh uh-huh okay you know what i'm thinking then is i don't want people (laughs) this is cool so i don't want people to miss this so maybe uh maybe the maybe this guy like this uh this doctor 
or not uh, whatever he is this doctor priest um maybe he has uh, i want to make him like no i guess i guess we could just have it be something that you can explore and figure out he doesn't need to be essential but i think it's cool it's definitely a cool encounter so as you enter, oh yeah what do you want his name to be Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the only names on on my mind is Bruce Willis, but his name cannot be Bruce Willis. <laughs> uh, hmm. What are what are some priest names? <laughs> Think like, yeah. I mean, this is it. Might be a little, I guess, stereotypical, maybe, but. I tend to just think, you know, Roman-esque or Greek-esque, you know, old-timey names for any kind of priestly order, so, you know, Leviticus or uh, something like that, I don't know. You have any ideas? Let's let's do Leviticus Willis. (laughs) Leviticus Willis, gotta throw in the (laughs) reference there somewhere. Gotta, Gotta throw in the Willis, you know. I gotta lead them on somehow, right? <laughs> there should definitely be like a really cool reward for for mm-hmm. doing this. There, there's definitely like, I think people are gonna miss it. <laughs> well, they might miss it. I don't know. Maybe okay. Well, I'll have it make a really weird sound so that people are drawn to it. Like you can hear the patients like crying and like rattling oh, and yeah. stuff. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. It's okay. perfect. So we'll say uh, we'll say outside the door. You can hear patients. You know. Uh, like crying out for their doctor or crying out for um, a priest saying, you know, father and stuff like that. And then, ooh, okay. You know who usually heals people in a priest order is like uh, like the priest. So why not? Why don't we have him be like the, the priest of the temple who used to live here? And Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Leviticus Willis. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's my that's priest. Father Leviticus Willis. <laughs> Father Willis. Father Willis. <laughs> They'll never suspect a thing. <laughs> so outside the door. Oh my gosh. You hear people crying and uh, calling out for for a Father Willis. Or just Father. Crying out, Father. And then as you as you enter you see this this translucent figure, you know, floating in front of you, scribbling furiously on uh on some parchment and uh looking hopeless, just sort of shaking his head in, in frustration. Mm-hmm. So let's detail some of these some of these NPCs. So uh let's do three. Three of them that you have to we can almost make it like a little mini detective thing. Like you have to figure out how they died so you can convince them that they're dead. Yeah, that's um oh gosh. Now we now we um we can like put the items in like the kitchen or the dining hall and maybe the the dagger uh could play a role into this too. Yeah, absolutely. We could hide stuff in other places that we haven't before yet as well. Oh, like we can oh, hide yeah, something is, downstairs yeah. and stuff like that. This is great because like people they're gonna see the dagger and they're gonna like okay. like if they go like out of order they're gonna see the dagger and, like oh cool a new weapon big um, yeah <laughs> big big move big but brain. then yeah then you like 
you know, you do yeah. the quest, you give the dagger, you show them the dagger, mm-hmm. and then you get a better weapon. And you're like, oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you show it to them and it like regains its holy power or something and it becomes, you know, it becomes a holy instrument again rather than some discarded random dagger. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, oh, maybe um, because there's there's two quarters, right? Uh, in the main room. So one of them belongs to the priest and the other uh, a priest assistant, mm. perhaps. Okay. Uh, yeah, like perhaps an altar boy. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps, um, you know, whoever is in that position, I mean, they obviously sleep in the same area um, as the priest, right? Yeah. So, yeah. and then we know this is like warring states, right? Or, you know, wars happen. So perhaps the, you know, the altar boy is the one that's sort of, uh, you know, he's a little jealous of the priest. And, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, you know, there's oh, all wow. revenge or Damn, jealousy so plot nice. happening there, like you know? That. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, something like that. That could work. Wow. Okay, so maybe the dagger is responsible for two deaths because the the jealous one kills the other priest and then in his guilt, you know, takes his own life. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, then we all needed to hide one other item. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, maybe he poisons himself. So like a, a sort of wine. Mm. I don't know oh. if they have wine in churches though, or you know. I mean, places they have wine sure. in churches. Period. Oh, no. I, I'm. I can't yeah, believe no. I said that. <laughs> yeah, uh, like some sort of like poisoned wine, where he would like, mm-hmm. or he or she would yeah. drink i don't know if she i don't i don't really know any of this but no, no, <laughs> they no. would drink it it's um, all, hey here's the trick it's all imaginary we can make it whatever we want yeah <laughs> they would they would drink it um and then they poison themselves out of guilt okay. and maybe maybe they'd like we yeah, can maybe, add some little hints that they they kind of like lost their memory at least right well yeah they don't mean, really know what's happening here's how you do that you hand wave it off as saying they're ghosts they don't remember how they died <laughs> oh there you go so they're just, just they, they don't they remember their last day of life but they don't maybe they all died on the same day and none of them remember it and they you know just they, they've lost their memory of that day because it was very traumatic and they refuse to believe that they're dead until they're shown proof Boom. oh wow okay i was thinking like have the guy that poisoned himself like maybe when he died he drank the poison and then they um they fell down they hit their head on the table <laughs> and then that's they have like okay. a mini concussion and yeah. forgot something yeah. and then, <laughs> that, and then work, in the yeah. dialogue <laughs> in the dialogue you can have them like rubbing their head like oh mm, okay I, I don't like know that. yeah it's let's like oh my head let's have that one be the first person you uh encounter yeah and he uh-huh. seems really genuine and like trustful and so you don't suspect oh, him of murdering the other one. Oh my god <laughs> do all this work and then people might just kill them right yeah right. Well, that's awesome. Uh, what what do you want to have him him his name be? Should we say? Um. Okay. Uh, what's that movie? Gladiator. What was that guy's name in Gladiator? Uh, played by Joaquin Phoenix. That guy oh, is just. I don't. Uh, are we thinking of the same? Glad. I think it's just. Isn't it Spartacus? Am I am I going to get crucified? Is that wrong? Yeah, I don't know. It's been a while since I watched it. Yeah, it's <laughs> let me let me look minute. this up. Uh, yeah, it's an old movie. Uh, frick, you're looking that uh, up. I'm just gonna add some more some more details. What's his name? 
Commod Commodus. Commodus, I like that. Commodus, yeah. Commodus. Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> Commodus. Uh Commodus. Yeah, we'll just have it we'll just give him first names. So Commodus is a um say like shy, reserved uh boy. Clearly uh nursing a head wound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he complains of feeling fuzzy and uh, and is willing to tell you anything that he remembers about about the place, right? Nice, yeah, and that's where you kind of get the idea of these missions. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And I guess the other two people can be soldiers then, because they're the ones like... Mm -hmm. um, the war priests? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that we'll, makes sense. We'll have them. Maybe the other two will have the brothers. Yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or let's do. Let's have them be sisters. How about that? I think that would be. I don't know. What do okay. you think? Yeah. Siblings. Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> Siblings. Yeah, that's cool. Brothers and sisters. Let's do it. Brother and sister. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, how do you want? What do you want their names to be? Mm. Um, Anastasia for Anastasia. because we're doing the medical theme okay. for the for the girl. Yeah, Anastasia um, and who? I don't know, Alexander. Okay. I like that. <laughs> let's do that. Yeah, Anastasia and Alexander are uh, let's say siblings, are priests and siblings, and have. Uh, well, one of them will say has a um, has a knife wound on his back that he can't see, so he doesn't like he, mm. he doesn't know how he died because to him he looks fine and he there's no mirrors <laughs> or anything and he's a ghost. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> and he was the one that got stabbed by Comatus, obviously. Uh, how did she die? Um. See, I don't want to be lazy and say knife too, but <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, does it? <laughs> it does, yes. But maybe we have it be something. Maybe we have this one be sort of red herring. And have have her have died in a pretty obvious way, so it gives you a hint of what you're supposed to do to like free them, you know? Like have her be the one where you're like, okay, and then the other two you're trying you're trying to be like, okay, so how did they die? Okay, okay, yeah. Does that, that make makes sense? sense? Okay. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, um, I guess like if we're going into this like Greek tragedy stuff, we can have like <laughs> her 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 eye like. <laughs> she gouged her own eyes or something. Oh Jesus! Yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe this is too graphic. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's no, not too graphic or anything. I just that is intense. Um, <laughs> um hmm. uh, it's just a first idea. You don't yeah. have to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not against it. I'm thinking, though, I, I like the idea that she. Maybe she saw something that freaked her out and like uh, 
like r tried to run away and then just died in, a, in an accident like she she fell off one of the balconies or something oh yeah okay and you know like she she clearly was uh like she, the trauma of this kind of she blocked she's blocked it from her memory so that's why she doesn't remember okay and maybe we can have like i guess her robe a little like torn uh maybe her like like part of her robe got mm -hmm. caught in something yeah you she, can like... oh yes and that's what you have to find is is on the second floor balcony um they're on one of the pillars the columns there's a oh, there's a piece of, of yeah fabric, there you go and you can match it up perfectly with a ripped part of her mm -hmm. her sort of awesome. yeah. garb to convince her yeah and then it all snaps back into place and she you know whoop, she ascends she's out of there <laughs> yeah and, and they have wings too right ghosts no i mean like oh the flying because they're they're like flying priests. yeah yeah um, they're, yeah yeah sure why not yeah let's do it yeah that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we'll say we'll say uh normally they get around by maybe that's their their blessing by this this sky deity was that they're all blessed all the priests of this order are blessed with wings um mm -hmm. once they ascend to full priestdom like full uh oh yeah and okay, maybe yeah. maybe the kid uh has been trying really hard to get his wings and mm -hmm. uh alexander was like his mentor and mm. didn't think he was ready for the longest time and so the kid got kind of you know upset at him and decided to expedite the process <laughs> <laughs> yeah Something so like the that. kid was yeah, the kid wouldn't have wings, the other two would, though. Yeah. Or other three, I guess, because there's also the father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow, that's perfect. <laughs> that is, and then you find out, like, the demise of the temple. Like, this is how it happened. Yeah. Or at least the, part at least, of this is how it happened. <laughs> yeah, maybe these are, like, these were the last ones that were left of their of their dying order, and they, they actually ended up pretty much falling in on themselves in violence and... Mm-hmm. Like maybe maybe uh, the sister saw the kid stab her brother, and that was what freaked her out. And yeah. she falls to her death, and then yeah, uh, the brother dies of his stab wound, obviously. And then the kid uh, is the only one left, really, besides the father. And the father won't even look at him because he's so ashamed. And so the kid, you know, goes into his room and poisons himself, and bonk hits his head. And we can have that evidence be. You can find the the wine goblet, and the t one of the tables is tipped over in one of the mm. rooms. Yeah, the room. Wait, the how did the um, how did the father die? How did uh, Mister Willis die again? <laughs> father Willis. We'll say that he died literally trying to. He he went insane with grief and is convinced that yeah. he could, that he could bring them back to life, and he yeah. he dragged them all to the medical ward and tried until his dying days to bring them back to no avail and so he's just is forever trying to bring them back yeah because he mm -hmm. feels like he failed him you know yeah all right yeah that makes sense that's a that's a little mini tragedy look at that yeah so i i think like for a for a really nice thematic end uh what's his name not willis the the kid has to has to be the last one that you know, realizes he's dead. Like he realized he's the one that murdered everyone, yeah. and then he's dead. So I, I'd go with um, girl first, 
Yes. Um, well, guy, how would that be the most obvious evidence? Is, yeah. is that you, as soon as you enter the second floor, you see a scrap of of white fabric, uh, sort of blowing in the in the stiff breeze. Not stiff breeze because there's not really a wind current. In yeah. But you see this stop this scrap of white fabric very out of place. Yeah. That on makes one of the sense. columns, and you're like, hmm. And then maybe you don't find the dagger or the... Because I assume you see that and then you hear the noises coming from this room and you go to it immediately. So you go okay. here, you say, you figure out that she's dead. You're like, okay, here, you're dead. She goes away. And then you're like, how did these two die? And then you go explore the rest of the floor. You find the dagger and the goblet. Maybe you put two and two together, maybe not. But once you show him he died, maybe as he is like ascending he uh like curses the boy or something like that and clues you in i don't know maybe that's too much yeah that might be a little too much yeah we'll just leave it kind of vague we'll have we'll have it be some environmental storytelling that people can yeah. put together themselves yeah um yeah definitely um then the, the priests we had to you know just say hey they were dead <laughs> what would evidence for the priests be though uh, well, once thinking. once all of them pass on, he realizes that, you know, his work is done. He he doesn't need to care for them anymore. Oh, because, yeah. No, yeah, that, that works. Because they're gone. I, I really can... wanted the boy to be the last one because it, it'd probably be the most emotional. Mm, I think this is a yeah. freaking D&D &D game. Like, I yeah. remember No, that. no, yeah. It gets, it gets emotional sometimes. <laughs> it's, yeah, like the most emotional. But, um, I mean, um, him, like, saying him, like, his own, like, out of his own will, um, you know, uh, deciding that his work is done. Mm, but I don't know. I, I feel like because like he wanted to revive them, right? Mm -hmm. So then, or maybe how would his work? Maybe oh, he he was insane and thought that they were just like sick or sleeping or something, and so yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was just you know tending to them endlessly. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's something like better. so that so that he doesn't clue you in. I want him to literally not even acknowledge the yeah, player's existence. I, I want yeah, I want him to be like super into his work. He's like, yeah. I gotta take care of them. And then when he sees that they all have, like passed, he'll be like, he finally looks at the players and is like, thank you. And then you know, yeah, moves on. Yeah, that that's some Bruce Willis like fucking six cent shit right there. <laughs> 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 the sixth sense not in the perspective of Bruce Willis <laughs> oh god right, yeah that's awesome it's terrifying <laughs> just crazy ass man <laughs> no that's great I like this I, I love how we like, I don't even know how it came up to sixth sense but like <laughs> wow, whatever it was, that was a blessing in disguise. <laughs> I just, I just threw in a suggestion that we have maybe a ghost haunting this crowd, and you're like sixth sense, and I was like, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love this. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, uh, there's got to be some kind of reward for doing this. So, do you want to have it be that when? when uh father willis finally moves on um <laughs> he like thanks you and blesses that dagger and then moves on and you can keep it as like a yeah hear me out yeah hear me out oh, because okay. he's a healer this yeah. is it's dumb this is very dumb no, i, I but... think i know where you're going and i think i love it but let <laughs> me see a, so it's a it's a dagger right uh-huh and 
you stab people and it heals them. Yeah, I knew it. I love it. <laughs> okay, I'm glad we're on the same stupid page. I knew it. I love it. Yeah, that's it's awesome. It's a dagger yeah. of healing. You simply insert it into the wound, <laughs> or into the healthy person. It causes a wound and then heals it. No, I, th- I think it would be cool if it did like 1d4 piercing damage, but it healed like 2d6 or something. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but so it, I think it's awesome. That means, you, you, yeah, you stab him for, like, a barely any amount of damage, and then it heals a good amount. Which would mean that, that yeah. if, they're, if yeah, they're already unconscious, it would be really bad to use it on them. Because causing <laughs> damage to anyone who's unconscious is likely to kill them outright. Kill them, yeah. But if they're still, if they're, like, w- it, it's for when they're wounded but not dead, you know? So you can hurt them a little bit to heal them a lot. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's... I like that idea. This is a good strategy weapon. See, I was thinking, like, this golden majestic bow and arrow, but no. Oh, damn. Healing daggers. <laughs> Healing daggers. Well, I, that's, I, that's awesome. This is a pretty low-level dungeon, so I don't want to give the party too many magic weapons right yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I... That's why I didn't want the dagger to just be another weapon. Because if you have two people with magic weapons at level like one or two, it's it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty unbalanced. No, I get you. Yeah, I'm not as well versed into this. Like, as you can tell, I've only played one one like one one shot. So not even one half one shot. <laughs> so it's all new to me. But yeah, this makes sense. I like it. Magic dagger. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I like that. So now, this top floor. So say you you get into the room with the fan, you open the floodgate, it bloop, floods you up to the third floor. I was thinking of this one, just, f- I think at this point, you know, we've gone through the temple, we've seen what it has to offer, I think this should be just a big cathedral area, where it's like... I agree. You open up, you open it up into here, and then it's sort of like it goes from here north, and it's just a big open, uh, sort of domed cathedral with some pews, and you just have a boss battle. Does that sound good? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I like it. And you were saying you wanted to have mermaids, right? <laughs> I was thinking that. Yeah, I was thinking like. Oh, we can do uh, mermaids. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's go for it. All right. <laughs> So, like I said in the first uh, part of this, this uh, designing this dungeon, there's actually two species of mermaid in D&D. There's merfolk, which are the nice, sort of typical, you know, fantasy mermaids that are helpful and want to be nice to everyone and all that. And then there's the demon-tainted evil mermaids yes. called marrow. And they're, <laughs> I think they would make an awesome uh, boss fight. So I think yeah. I think a Marrow like chieftain would be sick to have him like maybe they have that big this is big. So say <laughs> that <laughs> maybe this whole cathedral, this top area, let's just let me just draw this out real quick. Alright. So say this whole top area, right? We can have it be um not only like a, a, a cathedral but it's also semi-flooded because they're aquatic, obviously. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's all under... It's all in, you know, five feet of water, like the rest of these flooded chambers. Yeah. And uh, the... Behind, 
like once you kill the chieftain you you see there's a little passage behind him that goes underwater and it actually leads out into the lake so you're just you can leave the dungeon right after oh nice and okay. you don't have to backtrack or anything awesome does that sound good yeah right. and i i have a i have a question yes of course. all right um are there uh are there all right i'm just gonna ask it go can there be winged mermaids oh my uh <laughs> technically yes there can be whatever you want in dnd do you wish there to be winged mermaids? I I think I do. <laughs> I think you do. Okay. I think I do. I I want this mermaid to like, cause like, everyone, every aquatic creature, kind of, like as you go forward, you kind of figure out it's more um, you know, winged based. Or it's more water based, yeah. Yeah. Then yeah, you find out. Oh, it used to be like. Um, like an air temple or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I want this mermaid to like be so like power hungry and like I have all the power. I and it Ooh, maybe he like stole wings. he stole the wings from Yeah, from... like stole some sort of power which gave them the wings. Okay. Um and maybe, it'd be like maybe this... just the chieftain and then the under the yeah. underlings don't. But maybe Yeah, they he, don't have the wings, yeah. Maybe he's they're, taken... they're normal. Yeah. Uh huh. I like that idea I... a lot. Maybe maybe it can be like a like a two phase boss fight where they don't initially show you the wings because they're so confident that they're gonna beat your ass. Mm. Um, or, they, oh, they, yes, I oh, like that. I'm th I know where you're going, and I think it would be cool to have like as you're fighting through his his underlings, and uh -huh. he's and he's you know launching uh, trident or not tridents uh, javelins at you and stuff. Mm -hmm. He realizes that the fight's not going well. And he he desecrates the altar behind him and steals the the sacred you know power of this temple for himself. Oh yeah, and yeah. sprouts these wings and flies over to attack you. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Um, and this is a dome, right? Like, uh, yes, oh, it's, it's a vaulted dude, dome, would... so he can he can fly above you and throw down javelins oh, wow. as you're fighting the rest yeah. of his people. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, I love this. <laughs> It'd be like some sort of like giant like the statute that they all prayed to or they used to pray to yeah and they would somehow like do some crazy stuff to take it um what's like the most um sacrilegious like thing you can do <laughs> to like a religious <laughs> statue i try to figure it out. i want them to do something like that um to take it yeah um mm. well i mean what let me see well that we could have them Hmm. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he just scrawled. Well, okay. In the lore of D and D, Marrow mm -hmm. are demon worshippers, so maybe he oh, scrawls okay. like some kind of uh, icon of a of a demon on this statue, and it 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 counts. It, you know, it it blasphemes the statue and and uh, transfers its power to him. Nice. Like, yeah. He sort of okay. you know, sucks its power away for himself. With yeah, his, with I, I think it'd be cool if the whole statue just dissipated as he <laughs> took away the power. Like the grains of the statue, like Ooh, it like crumbles. <laughs> yeah, it just and it like gets either absorbed to him mm -hmm. or like the the energy gets absorbed and the statue itself crumbles. And then like at the end, there could be like a cool visual of like um, the energy once the energy like gets out of him it would like kind of form back into the statue. Like the statue wouldn't be back, but the statue would like 
like you know how like um in the sixth cent plot they all gotta like you know they all you know they all passed on i i think something similar to that would be cool mm-hmm. if that passed on yeah or gave itself to the world or some 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 cool stuff like that well but maybe because you just saw that happen peacefully and then you see it happen violently you know in this mm-hmm. in this yeah, era, like you, a, see, you see him force you see him force the spirit of this temple to to move on and mm-hmm. he takes its power you know kind of very sacrilege and all that stuff yeah that'd be cool that'd be that'd be really cool all right i like well uh i'm just gonna have this whole area be flooded so uh say that you get the water up to here and you can finally enter this i'm gonna surround it with stairs so that okay it's it like makes sense that it's you know that you're you're Coming. ascending <laughs> well yeah. it, it makes sense that it wasn't already flooded i should say <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> all right but i i really like that idea of him of him kind of performing this this final desecration on this so you can your players can really feel like they already feel bad for this this temple that had to go through so much mm-hmm. suffering you know and then they see this this marrow selfishly try to take it all for himself it's it's definitely it's more than enough motivation for some for some good aligned players to to go off <laughs> no that's cool yeah i like this idea it's like you're because it, it's such an old thing and then it's like yeah. you're helping it let it go so yeah. it's like this, wow, this, <laughs> this evolved like way further than what i was thinking this is cool <laughs> yeah i like the i like the way this went i think it, it definitely expanded beyond its beyond its original roots <laughs> yeah which i like i like when this sort of this sort of stuff happens well while i'm adding the water to this area to deviate from our from our dungeon based discussion for a bit <laughs> yeah what are your opinions on the whole situation with uh with tiktok and like user data oh. mm-hmm. yeah so um I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. I haven't done like my own due diligence and research on this. Mm-hmm. But basically, from what I can gather, it's like pretty. It's pretty objective. Like it's. It's not like, oh yeah, they steal your data. It's like, yeah, they steal your data. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, this is this is like spyware. Yeah, so it um, seems it seems pretty egregious to me. As it, well. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in that case, like, yeah, this is. I get the ban. <laughs> Um, I understand that, like, I, I'm not a TikTok user. I'm, like, yeah, I, I got on Twitter, so, like, all the best, like, the quote-unquote best TikToks make it on Twitter. Yeah. So I don't really, <laughs> I don't have to scroll through that trash. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> pretty much um, the extent, yeah. Yeah. I I, I understand why, why people are mad. I even saw some tweets, like, oh, man, um... You know, if you're mad, guys, you gotta you gotta vote out Trump. I'm like, you guys are gonna vote out Trump over TikTok. Like, come on, get your priorities. That, that, that's the, <laughs> like, the straw that breaks the camel's back. That's, that's you TikTok. know what? You know, he's on so much stuff, but TikTok has crossed the line. Touch my TikTok, <laughs> and you're dead, bucko. Yeah. Cross the line. That's like that's ridiculous. So, <laughs> I it's I guess it's a little cynical of me saying like, in all sorts of ways. I'm cool that this is happening, but um, it does suck when, like, seeing... Well, Vine died because... Not because of privacy, but, like, it actually died. Yeah. Um, so, But it does suck that, like, you know, some people really like TikTok, so... Yeah. They don't get to use it anymore. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm sure there'll be another sort of like Vine or TikTok in the future, you know, that takes over it like there always has been um, with all these like with the social media stuff. So in that case, I wouldn't worry too much if you're (laughs) bummed out about it. Um, And I'm very happy that, uh, you know, you know, I mean, this is like one good thing I'd, I'd say. Uh, well, I don't want to get too political here. So. <laughs> I, I, I think I think overall this is a good thing uh, that, you know, we're getting rid of this. It's it's a step in the right direction because like, like a lot of these like social media places, like they do like, you know, use your data without your permission. Like, yeah, it's, it's a big deal. It's been a deal since um like we remember the the senate hearings for like zuckerberg like oh yeah how, and how, how could yeah. you forget his weird ass robot responses yeah. i will never <laughs> in my life forget a man drinking water like that i it is an unforgivable offense oh my god <laughs> mr senator that's a great question like oh <laughs> dude when people said you were a lizard man they oh, might have a point <laughs> it's so uncomfortable it's i've never been more uncomfortable in my life it, than when i watched scary. that it was like oh my gosh yeah it was i i felt pretty uncomfortable too it was like genuinely terrifying not gonna lie and these these are the sort of people that's um that are like taking your uh you know data like this obvious breach of privacy so um i think this is um this is a step in a direction i don't know if it's going to continue happening but i like how you phrased that this is a step in a direction <laughs> this is a st- I, you know, I don't i don't I quite think know this myself. is a step in a direction <laughs> Very... i don't quite know the answers myself but i, no, I think yeah, it's a good I, thing so yeah i i i i, I support it uh, <laughs> or i'm happy that it's happening rather i don't yeah. i don't want to say any anything uh piss people off but no you're good <laughs> stay, stay safe brother <laughs> but uh yeah um that yeah that's basically my opinions on that whole thing okay it's it's pretty funny and i i hate that it's funny but it's funny i'm not gonna lie it is pretty funny. like yeah <laughs> the meltdown yeah people no, people TikTok. absolutely freaking out about about their oh, poor tiktoks no. like okay yeah you should be doing that but for your privacy for your data <laughs> not saying oh, yeah. that you're you know i which okay to be fair i have never been the biggest user of tiktok so am i super attached to it no so i don't have any emotional i don't have any emotional qualms when i say you know i would not regret seeing it go but (laughs) i also just any it wouldn't it's not about tiktok specifically i don't like tiktok i'm willing to say that i think it's a pretty bad <laughs> platform just in general i don't i <laughs> yeah. i think it's it's kind of garbage but that if you know instagram or twitter uh we're doing the same thing whether well, it's why i don't really use instagram and i don't use facebook at all because they're mm-hmm. definitely harvesting your data oh yeah yeah i i kind of like went mia on instagram recently yeah was like, oh yeah i forgot this is owned by facebook <laughs> <laughs> right it's, it's yeah. terrifying dude uh-huh so i you know that's that's my thoughts on the matter it's just that like if if some something that is that just sketchy it's sketchy and i don't like it and i just i've i've chosen to just distance myself from that and it's made it is frankly made me a lot less just uh, it's made me a lot calmer i think in general oh yeah um since i got off yeah, of there you know i i agree especially with like insta 
Dude, I used to get like real depressed when people were like doing stuff on Insta. Yeah. I'm like, man, what am I doing with my life? Yeah, you see it, <laughs> like, it, would, it would genuinely just be actually depressing. Yeah, it and, like, sucks. <laughs> um, and then when I got off of there, um, I still do use Twitter though. So that and mm-hmm. Twitter's kind of toxic. I'm not gonna Twitter lie. Twitter is so toxic. Um, <laughs> Twitter's kind of toxic. Uh, <laughs> that's an understatement. But um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I've removed that. I barely go on Snap. Like, I, I go on Snap to talk to people, but I don't, like, constantly check it or do streaks or yeah. what I used to Dude, do. I stopped doing streaks um, a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I, I stopped, yeah. Miss me with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, you know what? I'm all right. And yeah. here's the thing. Um, if there's not, there's not going to be a TikTok, but there's going to be something like TikTok in the future. Oh, yeah, always. And that's something. That's not going to, they're going to make sure they're not going to, you know steal your data and invade your privacy so it's like this is this is just uh this is just a good thing all around i don't know (laughs) yeah seems to me like it's a pretty good deal all around if you if you can give up this thing temporarily and wait for something better because i'm sure some companies jump on the opportunity to grab all these fleeing Uh tiktok fans i mean come on (laughs) yeah like when when vine died (laughs) there's probably something before vine but Mm -hmm. when vine died tiktok all that stuff it's yeah. the same thing like i when people are talking about tiktok they're like oh so it's just vine and they're like yeah it is just vine i guess it is just vine <laughs> you're like yeah no way <laughs> so i i think it's a i think it's a good thing yeah so nice <laughs> well i i am definitely i'm definitely inclined to agree with that with that whole statement <laughs> <laughs> Me, me, willingly admitting that I am not a big fan, but yeah, TikTok, same year. But I, th- I think, I, I think if it, if any company or any, no matter how popular or how how nice they may seem or anything like that, if a company starts stealing your data, they have no right to do that, and they should be punished accordingly. You know, it's just mm-hmm. seems like pretty basic stuff to me. But what do I know? No, I, 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 I mean, to me, it's pretty reasonable. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, I think so, but mm-hmm. we'll see. <laughs> All right, well, um, have this little, I don't know how to, here, let me, let me figure out how to draw the, what I am trying to draw here. Um, also that, what I just drew is yeah not good <laughs> I, I was thinking it i wanted to say just, something but just I, ignore I, that altogether, <laughs> and i will draw something else it for all you listeners out there i just drew a penis straight up and i am i am gonna try to draw something besides that very now. very uh christ-like <laughs> yes <laughs> oh my well well, uh, that was interesting, but <laughs> over with now. All right, so we have this third floor where it's flooded. You have the winged marrow that are attacking you, and you have um, these, you know, these evil, uh, well, marrow, obviously, but these these also these, what do you want to... The, oh, I guess they're just also marrow. They're attacking you. Yeah, yeah. His, like his servants, subordinate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, subordinate. Sub- subordinate marrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and while they're doing their thing, 
what do we want this this big boss man what's he what's his deal what's he doing he's just sitting back flinging stuff right is that what we said yeah yeah he's he's trying to like um well i guess he's he he made like a domain for himself yeah um maybe maybe you reach this area just as the marrow are conducting their their ritual to desecrate yeah. this altar, you know? Oh, yeah. And oh, the, nice. the subordinates uh, try to hold you off while the chief finishes up the ritual. And as he finishes, you know, it, it, the whole statue crumbling and him getting the powers from the statue and stuff happens. But you, like, you know, you try to stop him. But ultimately, it's, it's a failure. And you, unless you, unless though. you manage to kill him within, <laughs> let's say, three rounds, he, he manages to, which is very hard to do, but <laughs> um, I I would um, I I think because you know I want to like make sure that these guys have been like here for a while now. Um, well, not a while, but they've been they've been at the statue for for a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'd say like maybe breaking the statue is pretty much impossible because of magic stuff or holy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So then they had to sort of devise this ritual in mm-hmm. order to crumble it. Okay. So like maybe maybe there could they've be been, like they've been planning this for a while, then, huh? Oh, they have. Okay. No, that works then. Well, I just based on what you said, I, I figured they would have to be. So that's kind of why they've they it's taken them so long to do this because they've Marrow aren't particularly smart. <laughs> oh okay <laughs> okay uh yeah i i was just like maybe I, there could be some details of like half broken swords of them like a tr- like attempting to like bash the statue yeah 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 there's like yeah. there's just weapons surrounding it all rusted in the water with them they they've tried to break this statue over and over again and they finally had to resort to um <laughs> calling on their their dark lord which is uh, never a pleasant experience, but they have no other choice. So you enter right, this yeah. cathedral area. You see, you know, it's, you hear dripping water and low chanting uh, to the north. A flooded, uh, a flooded. What do you call it? I'm not well versed in in church terminology. What do you call like the main area where everyone sits with the pews and stuff? Is that does it have a name? <laughs> uh, it probably does have a name. <laughs> What is the seating area? It's the flooded seating area. Let's see what it's called. Uh, what's it called? What's the main area of the church called? <laughs> like vestibule. What are the different areas of the church? Dude, what the heck? Um, I don't know. The seating area near the altar. <laughs> I'm just gonna call it the vestibule. That sounds right. All right, that so sounds I'll, right, yeah. I'll look it up after when I make this uh, dungeon "quote unquote" official. When I write it up in in its in its full adventure form, which you can, by the way, find at our subreddit r slash dungeon for two. Nice. Uh, <laughs> you Love can this <laughs> you'll be able to see to see the the real name for that, whatever it is. So it holds these sodden pews and a half submerged. Uh, statue. We'll say this statue is similar to the one at the first floor that was surrounded by mm-hmm. the gargoyles, but this one is not degraded at all. This one is like actually blessed and has mm-hmm. withstood the test of time. Maybe even make it just bigger. Yeah. I don't know if they can see it, but 
I guess yeah, your yeah, we'll vocabulary <laughs> can make it seem bigger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's a half-submerged statue identical to the one uh, on the first floor. Uh, but this statue is twice as large and is not at all marred by the passage of time. Yeah, that works. I love it. It is surrounded by a field of broken swords, broken rusted weapons. And in front of it stands a, hu a hulking uh, figure uh, performing some sort of ceremony. I like that. Yeah. So the pews are full of marrow. They can each, the marrow can each have, um, the marrow can each have, how many marrow, sorry, I don't know why I keep saying that, but how many marrow do you want there to be? Uh, we can have like three. Okay. Is this including the chief? No, not including the chief. Okay. Marrow are pretty are not super duper strong, so maybe four. Okay, all right. Four total. Okay. Um. Oh uh, man, fuck. Let's just do five. Okay. Do it. Okay. Let's do five. Let's have it be a hard <laughs> combat. I like that. Five marrow or marrow total. I never actually there. fought this, so I'm I'm really just speaking at him. No, butt. you're you're good. <laughs> the good um, thing about D and D is you can always change how many creatures there are on the fly if your players if it seems like your players are not up to the task so okay yeah by all means if all you right. get to this point in the dungeon and you're playing this yourself and your players find themselves battered and bruised by the kuotoa and all the methods and stuff like that you know take it down a little notch make it <laughs> only three or four marrow we'll say i i just like the idea of an odd number <laughs> uh <laughs> i don't know why but an odd number for the so you'll say after three rounds, the chieftain uh, completes the ritual, uh, crumbling the statue, and giving himself uh, wings, which he uses to assault the party from above. Okay, do you know what would be cool, but maybe too crazy? What? Um, and I'll, I'll offer a little thing to make it a little less crazy, but um, maybe one of the minions can be like, Master, give us power too. And he gives them like little wings, but <laughs> you would decrease their attack or something like that. So they could also like assault you from above. Well, uh, I, I, at this point, if they're first, level, I like that idea in theory, but as a low level dungeon, most or at least some players probably won't have a ranged attack option. Oh yeah. So yeah, I want to make sure they always have something to do during the fight because if he's no, going to be right, flying right. above, he, they they should be the ones to sort of engage the remaining minions while their friends, you know, use their ranged weapons to attack him. You're right. So, I think yeah. I think it should just be the chieftain probably with the wings. No, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Didn't Let's... think about that. No, no, you're, <laughs> you're good. That's that's my job as the resident dungeon master to <laughs> keep those things in mind. Alright, uh, exit tunnel, and then this should be the last thing we gotta detail, and we'll be done. So, behind the remains of the statue... 
a rough hewn tunnel leads to the lake, right? Just leads leads to a air pocket and then to the larger lake, maybe 20 feet below the surface. That sound good? That does sound good. All right. All right. Well, uh, congratulations. We have completed <laughs> designing our first dungeon. How's it feel? <laughs> it's it's awesome. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I I have such like a hard time uh, making things myself, and I was just like, wow, we had so many like cool ideas here. So that's sick. Yeah, let's it is see, cool. Let's yeah. see it all in its in its beautiful glory now. Yeah, and and to people that were like, you know, we didn't talk enough about dungeons in the first part. Well, <laughs> I, I feel like we we made we up more than us. made up for it in yeah. this one. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, we had the whole like like how small that um side plot of the uh the sixth sense side plot is compared to like how yeah, big right. everything yeah. else is just pictorially. It's awesome. I like it. Yeah. So let me just label these as level one, two, and three real quick, and we'll be done. Thank you for uh, for joining. Did you, it, uh, since you, you said that you have very little to no experience with playing D&D, is that correct? Yep. Did this give you a little, a little insight, do you think, into the, the process of, of D&D and why it's... It is the way it is. <laughs> yeah, no, um, it definitely did. Um, I, I, and I, I didn't even realize like the creating these dungeons had like a lot of fun. But then you were like kind of reeling me back, like, "Oh, mate, this is a level one dungeon. Remember, we can't go too crazy." <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird balance to strike. It really is about reining yourself in, forcing yourself to show restraint when it's a lower level dungeon, because you have so many ideas. You know, you you want to be. You want it to be the coolest thing ever, but at the same time, you have to realize that your players are going to hate <laughs> you if you throw if you throw something that they are completely unprepared for at them. You know? Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I think I think we managed a really cool, unique, and very thematically consistent dungeon this time around. Yeah. So well done. I liked sir. it. Yeah. Well done. All <laughs> right. Well, uh, I think that about wraps things up for this week. So I would like to thank so much, Sachin, our very special guest this week. One last time. Do you have anything to plug? <laughs> uh, just just my Twitter like before. Uh, it'd okay. be Taz underscore zero two four seven. I'm still trying to create stuff. Still <laughs> happening. Trust yeah. me. Uh, <laughs> the creative um, process takes time. Oh, yeah. Like this whole week, I felt so guilty not working on no, anything. You're fine. But... I, I'm gonna make up for that. I promise. We're, we're gonna see some real progress soon. Nice. At least before uh, fall semester starts. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's about it for me. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you for joining us and making such a wonderful, beautiful dungeon. And before we go, let me fix this little area of our dungeon real quick. All right. Well, thank you 
dear watcher and listener, for listening to Dungeon 2. It is a passion project of mine, as I'm sure you've been made aware, and your listening means the world to me. So thank you so much, and if you want more, you can always view us on YouTube, or if you're viewing us, you can listen to us on the go on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Be sure also to follow us on Twitter at Dungeon for Two and on Reddit at r slash Dungeon for Two. That's a capital D, capital T. At that subreddit, we post finished versions of all these dungeons. By finished, I mean fully finished. We have it as a full adventure module in the style of any sort of D&D official supplement. So you can check that out when it gets posted. It should be when this episode goes up. Well, that does it. This is going to be your Dungeon Doctor signing off. <laughs>